Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post. Today's episode is the 18th of February of the year 2020, and happy birthday today to Mary I of England, who was born in 1516 and I assume is still alive. Happy birthday today to Yoko Ono, John Travolta, and Dr. Dre. I cannot wait for their compilation album to come out. death anniversaries today include the death of Kublai Khan in 1294 and the death of Michelangelo, so two great artists. In 1953, in history today, the first 3D movie opened. And I remember telling my grandmother about a 3D movie once, and she said, what will they think of next? The theater? (laughs) Also celebrating the birth of Pluto, or the discovery of Pluto, the uh, 1930s contentious planet, non-planet, planet planet returns planet. Uh, It's a planet again now, isn't it? What do you think? I think anything can be a planet. There's (laughs) Pluto... The Empire State Building, Steven Seagal, all planets. It's not size contingent. It's just how planetary you feel. <laughs> Celebrations today include National Battery Day. I assume that means the thing that you use to power things and not the crime. And also National Drink Wine Day. So if you want to interpret Battery Day as the crime, you know what to do. Our guest today is tech billionaire and all-round advisor of life, Josh Gondelman. How are you? Oh, I've never been better. And I soon will be better. You've started a new channel that is just 24 hours of you. Yes, it's called MeTV. It is a bad name because when other people say it, the people they're talking to think it's about them, right? They say, hey, I'm going to watch MeTV, and people go, why is there a channel about you? And obviously it's a channel about me, tech billionaire Josh Gondelman. So we should have beta tested. Normally we alpha test, we beta test. We get all the way down to omega testing, and at that point, the. We're, we know we're ready to go. But this time we were kind of in a rush. So we alpha tested and we just we just turned that shit up. Also today in 1929, the first Academy Awards were announced, uh, to which the first Academy Awards said, I would like to thank my agent, my wife and God. 
Get abs so good they'll heal your relationship with your mother. This is an article with fitness tips that'll give you the body confidence to take a step back and think about what's really meaningful in life. There's also a home style pullout section with all of the curtains you could basically ignore. That is very different than a home style pullout section. <laughs> And it's time for your ad section. Remember, you can submit an ad by email to thelastpost at somethingelse.com. A good breakfast can change a life. Discover Gruel, the obsessively researched gruel company that puts the anal into artisanal gruel-based soups and porridges. Explore more than a thousand styles and temperatures of gruel or porridge from congé to Scottish traditional to Victorian orphanage. With more than two city central locations plus an aggressively mobile truck that plays green sleeves in the original loot format, we're open four randomly assigned days of the week between one and thirty hours at a stretch. We guarantee your perfect mix of grain, water and other because we make sure to customise every drop of slop to every slippery customer. Scoop on by any time, who knows, we might be open. You can't afford to miss out on your sloppy, gummy, sticky or congealed lumpen porridge fix. You'll be saying, please sir, can I have some more? With a free clumsy wooden spoon to our first eight customers. Gruel. Now... I love this idea. As you know, I find Soylent, the the company, almost too smooth. And mm. I like the lumps of it because it makes it feel like progress. But what I do is I go in for gruel. I get it ground down a little finer. And then I have an IV of gruel just in- injected into me slowly <laughs> throughout the day for nutrition. It's just like sometimes, you know, I f- I'm so busy and uh, successful and optimized that I forget to eat. So just an intravenous injection uh, of medieval-style grains is what keeps me going throughout the day. And and I can bring it with me. I've actually perfected an IV that you can bring with you in a car, on a plane. Uh, people find it unsettling. It's not super convenient, but it's very expensive well, and incredibly shiny. I mean, it's super unsettling not just because you're carrying around an IV bag of sort of gelatinous, uh, colorless muck, but also because mm-hmm. uh, you don't strain it very much, so the, the lumps move through your veins in quite an unsettling-looking way. Oh, they're very visible. It looks like there are rodents under my skin. Yeah. <laughs> People who have ever used hallucinogenic drugs think they are having flashbacks and they find me to be a terrifying experience. But that's kind of what I like. I like to feel like I'm a bracing impact on, on the world around me. <laughs> I like to I like to disrupt. I mean, you are so disruptive. Thank you. That's what my teachers have said. And honestly, the uh, the <laughs> SEC has said that about my uh, stock uh, practices. <laughs> My financial, they call my financial investment style disruptive and borderline unethical. And I say, let's capitalize borderline and replicate. <laughs> you put the in into insider trading. <laughs> and I put the gruel inside my veins. <laughs> and a new book is out by self-published bestseller and supernatural romance thriller maven Dancy Lagarde. Discover genre-busting once upon a time his series of fairy tales set in a pond and rewritten for the modern age. Dancy answers all the questions left unanswered by traditional folklore with his steamy sex scenes, heart-pounding action sequences and complete rewriting of the fact scenarios, characters and morals. What happens when a frog kisses a frog? Find out in Once Upon a Time. Why hasn't anyone ever tried writing a 40-page homoerotic sadomasochistic bangfest with all the wicked stepmothers in all the stories at a British girls' boarding school? Find out in Once Upon a Time. How does a mermaid f***? Find out in Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time. Find at all participating booksellers and cheap bed and breakfasts. 
I feel like it would be tough to date as a mermaid because I feel like if you're dating non-mermaids, whoever you're dating would just assume you're going to do a lot of mouth stuff without a lot of reciprocity. <laughs> and that doesn't that seems unfair to you. I feel like they should at least ask. Not as good at dry swallowing an ibuprofen as you thought you were when you put it in your mouth? Never struggle to gack down a bitter medicinal dose again with half a glass of water. Half a glass of water, all the soothing and restorative qualities of a large body of water, but at a handy hand-sized container with enough room at the top that you can gesture without slopping it everywhere. Half a glass of water, artisanal, medicinal, drinkable. Spoken by Alice Fraser on behalf of The Fish. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And that's your ad section for today. The Last Post. And our top story today is literature news. Josh, you are a published author and somebody who has, in his role as a tech billionaire, compacted all books into a cube the size of a dice. What is happening in the world of literature? Oh, there's so much happening. Well, now that books are small, you have room for so many more of them. So bookshelves are getting smaller. That's something mm-hmm. I've been working on. Uh, I've been, <laughs> a tiny bookshelf that looks like it might be for a house cat. or And I think that the, when, when you have those and you fill it with dice, it looks like you are maybe a, a gambling impresario. But no. Uh, soon people will just assume that when you have dice in your home, you're exceedingly well-read. <laughs> Well, the problem with the dice compaction of all the books in the world is that it's impossible to get them back out again once you've compressed them down. Yes, that was unforeseen, and we should have beta-tested that better, honestly. <laughs> Normally we do quite a few rounds of testing, but we got the book small, and we just we we called out for the rest of the day. We thought, holy shit, look at how small those books are. Perhaps we'll have a strain of very well-educated mice soon. And I gave the mice the books, and we did some science experiments, and I'll tell you what— Uh, Mice do not read. (laughs) What do you say, Josh Gondelman, to accusations that you're compacting of all the books in the world down to a single die-sized, or is it die-sized? A single tiny cube. Die-sized, yes, German for the size. Yes, (laughs) it's... Please cut that out. No, we're not cutting that out. The point is, Josh Gondelman, I'm afraid this is a little bit of a hard-hitting interview because what do you say to accusations from libraries, schools and people around the world that you stole all their books and there are no books left in the world? I would say that I optimized all their books and I disrupted reading technology. (laughs) And if you would like to get the books out of the die, you can subscribe to die books and (laughs) I will send them back. I will put them back to regular size and send them back to you. But all the books you don't want, there's no waste. I have them all in in a, in a, a small cube. And I think that we're really it's it's better than recycling. 
Well, in the same way that the the Black Plague cleared out an overpopulation problem and gave room for the expansion of the eventually the British Empire, there is now a gaping chasm in literature where the classics used to exist and are now only vaguely remembered by people. So I'm excited to see the new classics that are coming out of, uh, of all publishing houses at the moment. So you have heard that I have a forthcoming memoir that will be distributed widely on every bookshelf now that there's all this room. (laughs) The book is called The Optimized Man, How I Became Perfect. Mm -hmm. And it is uh, it's going to be a real page turner. I mean, because there's nothing else to read. I mean, not even the Gideon's Bible anymore. It's just the optimized man at this point. Correct. It will also be in the drawer of every hotel room and there will be a surcharge. (laughs) Schools and universities are suggesting that they are going to try to relearn the classics by just remembering vaguely what they're about. For example, Huckleberry Finn, which is a story about a boy who says the N-word a lot, as far as I can remember. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's what it's just going to be. It's going to be about 800 pages of just Huckleberry Finn saying the N-word, which should be interesting. Honestly, I think a class where you kind of vaguely remember the classics will prepare you for real life when that's what <laughs> you end up doing most of the time. That's a fact. Thank you so much for your expertise and insight as the person now who owns all of the books into Literature News, Josh Gondelman. Now it's time for your letters to the editor. Dear Alice and guest, that's you, Josh, in response to your gardening edition with Laura Davis, have you tried fertilising your garden with vegan goat manure? Unlike many fertilisers, this poop substitute uses no animal products. And while it smells terrible and doesn't do much for your plants, you know at least that it wasn't stolen from a goat. Yours sincerely, Poopy Pants. Now, what I've been using, uh, and this is related but not the same, I've been using the manure of vegan goats. The goats are incredibly ethical. They eat only plants. They eat no meat at all. And they produce uh, vegan manure. And I think think that's that's where I've been going. And then uh, once they do that, I slaughter and devour them. I mean, that's fair enough. I I went on a raw, raw vegan diet for a while there, which is where you just eat uh, raw... Vegans. How do they take it? Oh, well, not well, obviously. Um, a lot of screaming, I imagine. Yeah, if you tell them they're more an animal, they usually step forward. But you can only eat the raw vegans raw. That's the <laughs> raw, raw vegan diet. <laughs> I mean, it's horrifying and also criminal. But um, boy, did my but ass deli- look good. Yeah, I look I, I, as a as a disruptor. I'll I'll eat a vegan. I'll eat a raw vegan. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, what is morality, right? If you eat a person who himself or herself has eaten meat, are you not then uh, lowering the overall meat consumption of the world? Well, in the end, we're all just eating dirt, aren't we? Dirt and sunlight. Absolutely, when it boils down to it. So really, just uh, eat anything you want. Uh, cruelty full, cruelty free. I This is uh, a great time to bring up my new app, Hannibal. It's pr- spelled H-N-B-L. <laughs> and... It, it actually, it looks like the Uber app, but when the driver comes to where you are, you devour them whole. <laughs> I was just about to ask if you had anything to plug, uh, Josh Gondelman. Thank you for being our guest. We will definitely have you back. Thank you for tuning in to The Last Post today. We are here in your ears every day of the year, and you can tune in again tomorrow at whatever time you want. It's a podcast. We're not telling you how to live your life. Remember, we have a back catalogue for people who like to binge the news, so if you have not done so before, please listen back to previous editions. Uh, Josh, where can people find you online? You can find me at joshgondelman.com and on Twitter and Instagram at joshgondelman, G-O-N-D-E-L-M-A-N. The Lost Post is a Something Else, Alice Fraser and Bugle podcast production. I'm Alice Fraser. The executive producer is Christopher D. Skinner. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 